good morning South Africa, good afternoon um, Australia and potentially good evening if you're watching us from somewhere else in the world. Unsure, but I'm pretty sure there's a good evening there. Um, to small business growth strategies with myself, Odette Beard, and my guest for today is Yamin Dukabu, who is what I like to call a serial entrepreneur. I have not met anyone as industrious as Yanin. As you should know by now, Yanin does a little bit of everything. She's an author, she's a coach, she's a branding and marketing specialist. She does PPE, she does, I don't know, she does lots of stuff. And it's really cool stuff. And she's got a finger in all the pies. And the last time we spoke, we were talking about toilets and checking this stuff, which is why today I've asked her to come back to have a chat about, what are we talking about, Yanin? about clients and our ideal Ooh. client and who are no. the people we are targeting and and i think to put thought in behind why we're targeting i've got a really good friend who always says context just give me context and i think we need to give the listeners and, and the people who's watching some context on how to choose your ideal client and your target Ooh. market oh yes well then tell me because why should i go through that process i've had a business for as long as I can remember, I sell stuff. Why do I have to go through this thing of thinking about a person and I'm understanding my ideal client? Why is it important? I mean, why? Because language change and so mm -hmm. does the message. So think about it this way is when you were, say, in high school, there was a certain way you spoke to your friends, right? When you got to university, you spoke to them in a different way. When you got your first job, you pulled yourself together and you became very corporate and you spoke to everybody around you in a certain way. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> the boss walked in and the CEO, you <clears throat> pulled yourself back together again and you spoke even differently to him. But when you got back home and your children ran into the door, the tone suddenly changed again. And when your husband walked in, guess what? It changed again. And the reason for that is, is because you are thinking about who you are speaking to and therefore you speak to each person in a different way. So it's exactly that. the same with marketing. So you need to know who you are speaking to so that you can speak to them in a certain way and to make sure that they get the message. Because if you're going to speak Excuse to your me. children the same way you speak to the CEO, um, <laughs> I think they get the message. Well, they're going to ignore you yeah. and do whatever it is they wanted to do anyway. Exactly. And imagine your clients decide to do exactly the same thing. <laughs> then you missed Absolutely. it. No, it's chaotic. So, so why is it important for businesses to, A, know who, not who as in, I worked with an insurer and this insurer sold car insurance <laughs> and they always used to tell me our insurance is for everybody. And I was like, no guys, it's not mm. for everybody because yeah. we all have different stages of lives. We all have different needs. Mm -hmm. We all see the world differently. So why is it important to in the beginning phases of a business understand the who, but then also later on because the who changes, right? Yeah. It's not, yeah. I don't believe that your ideal client is someone that you, you go and draw a picture of and you put it on the shelf and it gathers dusk in your three ring binder. Why is that yeah. important? 
because people change, seasons change, circumstances change. It's got everything to do with change. And a client, we, we don't call it client relations for no reason, because there's a relationship, right? Mm. And you need to understand the relationship. And your relationship moves, your relationship changes, yeah. it adapts, it goes through bad places, it goes through really good places. But as the person on the back end, you need to understand which phase you are in within your relationship and you need to adjust the message to that. And if you're just selling to everyone, I mean, you can't narrow down on anything. Think about relationships within your life. You can't be the same to everybody in every season of your life because no, you it will be Absolutely. a disaster. So it's mm. exactly the same with client relations or customer or like I, you, I, I like to call it your buyer persona. We've heard that word before. Um, I, I like to call it my avatar, my favorite avatar, or who, what is the avatar that I'm selling to, you know, so it, it comes down to relationship and then seeing which phase you are in and then what the customer needs in that phase. So how, how does understanding your customer then by creating this persona, how does that help a business regardless of stage? Definitely with the journey overall. And I think this is the thing that I always say is most of our customers, we are, we are able, we are actually able to influence their purchase decision. And the way we do that is through relationship. You know, mm. globalization has made this a level playing field for us. You said earlier on, I'm an entrepreneur and which I love the fact with globalization, even though I'm a small business, a small business, you hear what I'm saying, compared to a corporate global business, globalization has given us a total level playing field. I mean, here yeah. we sit in different countries speaking about the same thing and mm -hmm. a, a corporate company might do the same thing a little bit later, you know, so yeah. it's a level playing field. And with us influencing the, the purchase decision of our clients, we have control over this. And not in a bad way, as in a relationship. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And we can, we can influence that purchase decision. I call it with the F factor. The F factor is friends, family, fans, and followers. So oh, those are that. the people. Yeah, the F factor is friends, family, fans, and followers. So that's the places where people go first. Those are the places that they share to first. So if you, can, if you can speak to your client and the, you are, have a relationship, then guess who's the first people they're going to share your info with? Their friends, mm. their family. Absolutely. Mm. And then later on, they really become a fan and a follower. Yes. So they're going to check you everywhere you go and they're going to share your stuff. And um, eventually they turn into what I call a brand evangelist because now Ooh, they're just talking about, about your company everywhere you go and everywhere they go. So I like to, I like to call them raving fans, but you're right. It is a, a, a brand evangelist because when you've gone, when you've gone through the process of creating your business around your customer, and I know we're talking about avatar, but actually this is, it's the starting point of creating exceptional total experiences. Um, I, I read a post recently on LinkedIn that was saying, it's not customer experience, it's not employee experience, it's total experience, but guys, it's always been total experience. Like, like mm -hmm. this is not a new thing. I know people talk about it, like oh, there's this new concept. It's not a new concept. Mm -hmm. 
if your right. if your customers are in the center of the decisions that you make, then that will influence the people that you employ. It'll influence mm. the way that you treat them. And they will, um, the two things will happen. Your customers become raving fans or brand evangelists, but also so does your employees. And when those yeah. two groups of people become raving fans, what do raving fans do? We tell everybody that we meet at every opportunity how awesome this thing was. And when we do yeah. that, we become free marketing. Yeah, exactly. Also, I'm a huge fan of um, behavioral economics. I am by no stretch of the imagine an expert, but I do enjoy it. I do enjoy studying it and I do enjoy playing with it. And the reality yeah. is when you've got someone who recommends you to somebody else, that person is, I think something like 60 or 70% more likely to buy from yep. you based on that recommendation versus having exactly. to go through the 26 touch points of seeing your stuff but they haven't had someone say, but Janine is awesome. And the minute someone says, but Janine is awesome, they're like, yep, I'm there, I'm buying it. It changes yep. their perspective of you. And I think that's, that's what businesses need to realize. It's not just about creating a piece of paper that says, Odette is my ideal customer. And she yep. looks like this, she thinks this way, she does these things. It goes so much further then it's just a profile. There's so much more to it. Um, I like to tell my clients that they need to connect with a person because it's exactly what you said. They are friends. They are yeah. family. The reason mm -hmm. is because there's a connection. You both, you said it. Great. It's a relationship. And when you have that relationship, you get, you get to become familiar. And you understand yeah. how they think, you understand how they feel and what drives them and what helps them. And really, I was actually thinking about it today. Customers is the lifeblood of any business, right? Absolutely. So it stands to reason that we should take the time to understand who the customer is and what role we play in it. Um, in the, I don't know, 1900s, I guess, businesses were created because they sold the thing and you had to buy this thing. Because they saw yeah, it. yeah. But things have changed, right? <laughs> now, customers are clever. They have access to, like you said, global information, global services, global products. I can buy Amazon products from the US, and I live in Australia. I don't have to buy an Australian-made yep. product. I can buy from anywhere I want. So exactly. That, means that as a consumer, people who want my money have to think about how they help me achieve a goal or solve a problem or meet a need. Yeah. So you mentioned a little bit earlier, it helps with the journey. Do you mind telling us a little bit about the journey? Because I have some thoughts about that. Okay, great. So what I want to say first is I'm sure you've watched or maybe some people have come across the documentary on Netflix. I think it's called The Social Dilemma. And... Um, Inside there, it explains the effect of social media and how they kind of like put this all together. And I'm not talking about what they are trying to tell us in that uh, documentary, but there, there was a time where they had like this avatar and that person was receiving all this information in yeah. and they were analyzing. Do you remember that part in the, in, in the documentary? And at that place, I realized, I get it. That is how we 
as the business owner, must analyze the information about our customers mm. in order to know how to serve them better. Because, yes, yes I get what we're saying. And, and I firmly believe that if your, let me say, your vision for your business is just to make money, you know what, it's, it's really not, <laughs> you know what, it goes much deeper than that. You know, bye bye. It really goes, yeah. It really goes much deeper than that. And if we can understand and have actual, you said it now. When it comes to a little bit more the emotional intelligence behind why people make certain decisions, we're not yeah. only influencing their purchase decision, but we're actually impacting their lives and how yeah. they go on their daily basis. And I think there's much more in that than what there is in just making money. So yeah. for me, that's the process. That's the, the story behind everything is how can we not influence them um, all the time, but also impact their lives. And I always mm. say that in a, in a world full of influencers, people are looking for experts. And if you're Absolutely. the expert, then people can come to you for that and experts make impact. So what is the yeah. impact that you can make in your customer and their journey right throughout? But what are your thoughts on it? So I, that's exactly why the summit starts with a strategy day. Everyone's like, oh, why are we doing another strategy day? Because I spoke to a business owner last week, actually. And it's one of the things that I talk about in the strategy content. This business owner bought a business, an existing business, and they went in and they kind of just kept things status quo. They didn't think about what the purpose is of the business. And 12 months down the line, this business has made marginal increases in business growth. Also, they've reduced their profits. Now, you might ask, but why if we've made marginal? Because you can actually increase your revenue while reducing your profit because you've been dumb about it. That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> so my question was, why does this business exist? And the response I received was to make money. And I was like, you're in trouble. You're in so much <laughs> yeah. trouble. I'm sorry to tell you. Because when we are just in business to make money, the people around us don't care that we make money. Actually, your employees don't come to work to help you make money. And if mm -hmm. you tell them that they are there to help you make money, guess what? The minute the going gets tough, that person is out the door because money is a fantastic tool but a terrible purpose so exactly. anyone listening who goes i'm here to make money yeah obviously all businesses exist to make money let's not be doff about it however that can never be your purpose mm. um my 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 feedback to that business owner was that if you want people to rally around especially when things are tough when you're changing things when you're trying to grow something that really makes an impact you have to have a mm. why. We always talk about the why. Simon Sonic had the why as the thing. Mm. But it talks about the purpose of the business. For what reason do you exist? And it has to be more than just making money because it gives people something to latch onto. It also helps you determine who who should be in your boat and help you. You talk about ships in your, in your book, which relationships right. you need. That determines which ships you bring on. It also determines who your customers are because especially now we we just said it customers are more savvy if you are a business that cares about the environment and you start talking about the fact that our business our purpose actually is yes we make money but we want to do x y and z for the environment you attract those people 
Because when you talk to a customer and you tell them, I am selling you this thing because this thing does this thing, they're like, yeah, well, you know, it served its purpose in my life. I'm going to move on. The minute you say, I'm selling you this thing, but the bigger purpose behind selling you this thing is creating a better community. They're like, oh, well, in that case, I want to be part of creating a better community. I'm in. I want to. Yeah, let's do this. When can I, how can I give you my money? Now it's no longer right. money. And everyone, I, I firmly believe, nobody exists just to do stuff, right? We all feel like we need to belong and we all want to be part of something bigger. I think that is, that's the human condition. We all want to be, be, be part of something bigger. And when you have a purpose for your business, you give your employees something to rally around, but you also give your customers something to stand for. It then starts differentiating the customers that are price sensitive, the customers that are buy once from the customers who, like you said, become brand evangelists because there is now a reason for me to give you my money. And it's more than just you want my money. I don't feel like I'm being used. I feel like I'm contributing in some way to a bigger cause. So that's, that's the purpose thing. Then, then there's the journey. And, and I, um, if anyone is listening, you really, if you're interested in customer experience, I suggest that you follow Jean Bliss. She is kind of one of the customer heroes, experience heroes. And she, she's flipped the script on journeys altogether. And she's gone, well, journeys are important and there's a place for it. But what many businesses do is they go through the, the rigid journey. Like it's almost like a, a train track. They lay the tracks and they go, this is the journey. And then they go, well, this is, this is how we're going to operate and we're going to stick to this thing. But they don't overlay on top of that the customer goals. And actually, that's what it's about, right? If you're yep. going to create an experience for anyone, it's to help them achieve some sort of goal, help them solve some sort of problem, help them um, address some sort of need. So there's a need for us to understand the goal that the customer is trying to achieve with our product or our service. So one of the one of the conversations I've had with marketing companies before was, I want to be clear, the goal is not likes and, and follows. I don't care about those yes. things. Those are vanity metrics. And I mean, I think care. about even just the likes and the follows, you know, I it also depends on what you sell. Again, context. Exactly. Look at the yes. Look at my coaching business as an example. If you look at my pages, the following is low um, and the engagement is high for the amount of followers, right? But yes. people don't like to like things that other people are going to see what they are feeling or struggling with. Yes. You get it's what I'm close, saying? So, it's a vulnerable thing. Exactly. So my followers are not as high as a company who sells products but my phone yeah. rings all the time and yeah. it's like, I need an appointment. I need a coach. I need a mentor. Yeah. Because people don't like to see, and that's something to keep in mind as well is because your success is not measured by the likes and with the social no. media company, I can tell you that it's also not measured by your followers. It is measured by how much business you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Preach it, sister. <laughs> like we have to, we have to get off the, the bandwagon of my social media page is not doing well or blah, blah, blah. Those things have a role to play. And that's exactly right. what you're, you're saying. Context with content. There is a role to have a social media page. And if today's business, you do not have a social media page or a website, by the way, 
Janine's businesses are running a couple of specials on websites. You should probably go check it out. Um, we'll drop the links in the comments. Um, but if you, if you are not there, then my question is, who is this person that you're trying to attract? Because virtually everybody I know is on yeah. social media. My uncle is in his 60s. He's got a Facebook page. And yeah. he spends more time on Facebook, funny enough, than I do. Yeah. So if you were to sell something to someone in, in their, their 60s, then you would want to be on Facebook. However, if you are completely location-based, and even then I kind of go, well, you kind of need a social media page. You need to understand who you're targeting. You do have a geographical location. You can kind of use the behaviors to identify your target. So coming back to understanding who we serve, impacts us because then we know where to find them we know what time to find them because some people are on facebook the whole day other people are only on facebook at night so taking us back to, to our people. last conversation a lot of them are on facebook on in the, the bathroom <laughs> yes you've got that captured audience use it <laughs> Exactly. Like I'm but telling you, people go to the bathroom without their phone now they're like oh something's missing and it's not the toilet yeah. paper no, they bought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So it, it does become, it becomes really, really important for us to not just have a page that says there is this rough sketch of people. Yeah. We, we sell insurance to everybody. That's <laughs> no, you do not sell insurance to everybody. You sell insurance to a mom who has four kids who drives a station wagon and mainly uses her car school drop-offs and soccer runs that's a yeah. different persona to for example the executive that drives a Merck TLA 45 that drives into the office in the morning at six o'clock and comes back home tonight at eight o'clock like yeah. very different needs they are on Facebook or social media at very different times and they are achieving different goals completely different goals that's right so, and and so I think me, also those platforms, yeah. um, one thing that's important to know about them, again, going back to the amount, it's not about the amount, but rather the credibility. If you don't have a website today or you are not on Facebook or any of the social media platforms, you are not credible. You might be. Oh, you that. might be. You might yeah. be. But nobody knows it. The perception, the perception is that you're Correct. not. Correct. And now even if you're reality. not on social, correct. And if you're not on the social media channels, people are like, what's wrong? Mm. What's wrong? Yeah. What happened? You yeah. got bad debt. No, 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 no. I had a post <laughs> Uh So there is an issue. <laughs> Why are you not on social media? It's not a lack of understanding anymore. It's like, what's wrong no. with you? <laughs> you know, so... And if businesses tell me that, or they still ask, they honestly still ask me, and this is what, 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 where I'm the most excited about for the summit, is they still ask me, should I be on social media? I'm like, what kind of question is that? It's like, <laughs> you, of course you should be there. You should have a website. You should show people that you are credible and that you are mm -hmm. the expert. That is a tool for us. But if mm -hmm. you are not on social media, how mm -hmm. on earth are you going to do web three that is here? It's not mm. coming. It's already mm. here. It's the same with mm. AI. It's not AI is coming. AI is here. It's been here Has for been. many years. Yes. 
right? You're just simply picking up on it now because now it's affecting your daily life. Yeah. Right. And, and someone's it's also, made it free so you can test it. Exactly. And it's like, if you can't be credible in what you have now, how are you going to even show that with Web3 now? Mm. And Web3 is so aligned with what you just said, with the customer journey and the experience, because everything about Web3 is about community. If mm. you can't build a community with digital marketing now, how will you build a community in Web3? So it's no longer a question of, should I be on Facebook as a business? You should have been there a long time ago, not for the reasons you think it is, because you think I need to post, I need to do this. The reason for it was always to build a community and to speak to your ideal client. Mm. Now you're taking it a step further. It's marketing is like school. When you get to grade one in primary school, you learn to read, you learn to write, you learn to do all these kind of things, right? And those things is the building blocks for when you go to the senior phase of primary school. When you've mastered those things, you go to the next phase. When you go, and so it carries on into high school, university, into your job, right? Same thing. It's building blocks all the time. Marketing, exactly the same thing. You started yeah. with traditional marketing, use that as building blocks for digital marketing, which now is the building blocks for Web3. It's not yeah. separate things. They are no. all meant to coexist. They are all meant yeah. to take you somewhere. So it's vital to be on all those places. And if you look at it, just as much as it was a journey for you, it was also a journey for your customer. Yes, absolutely. But it is. So, and I think that's, that's also where businesses misstep. I, I worked with a business late last year who had their journey down pat, like, they knew everything they were doing. And I was like, but guys, yeah. what does your customer do in this That's process? Right. Because it's actually, again, customers are the lifeblood of any business. And without customers, you don't have a business. So that's kind of why it's important. It's not about you. It's never been about you. It's about your customers. And if your mm -hmm. customer experiences life in a certain way or perceives you in a certain way, like you said, if you're not on social media, they perceive you to be non-existent or not credible or a novice, which is even worse. Yeah. You're the best kept secret. <laughs> Nobody knows that you exist. Okay, cool. So yeah. now you exist, but they're like, yeah, but you, you've been around for like a month. So I don't know that you know anything. That's also, true. they go through life in a different way than you do. So and I think small businesses have a real opportunity here because it's really hard to change a corporate environment. I tried it. I did it for many, many years. It's hard. It's hard mm. to change people's thinking. It's hard to change processes. It's hard to change systems. But when you're a small or a medium-sized business, you're a lot more agile and you get to say, well, actually, my customer is not doing the things I thought they would do because we build our processes the way we think they should happen. And then we realize mm -hmm. that actually what the customer does is not that, right? Like yes. um, a typical example, I saw, I saw a user experience where someone created a mug of a cat with ears, beautiful mug. So no, I lie, it's ugly. <laughs> but the <laughs> mug was designed and the minute you take a sip, the eyes, the ears poke out your eyes. I'm like, guys, it's got, you're, you're doing it wrong because we're creating it from our perspective. So for the designer, yeah. it was like, oh, this is such a cool mug. 
But actually for the customer, yeah. it's horrific. And they're going to check it and tell everyone how bad it was. So yeah. it's about, that's why we do the, the persona. I, I talk yeah. about going on a shopper safari. You've got to go and scope out your customer. You've got to go and see how they interact with the stuff. Because actually when you walk in their shoes, you realize yeah. that maybe this process is quite difficult. Maybe that's, right. that's not how they experience life. And also it's different given your demographic. Um, I, had a, I had a company that worked with, um, who, who did some marketing and they had, they created beautiful flyer and to give you directions to the place that had a QR code. The problem was that majority of their um, base was old people who've never used a QR code. Yeah. They're not going to come to you. They don't even know what to do with that. They're like, oh, what is this thing? I see this everywhere. What is this thing? I don't know what to yeah. do with it. So they just don't come. So, and, and one of the, one of the directors said to me, I oh, know exactly. I, I, ch I checked it, I, you scan it and it takes you. I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, that's you. You're 30. Yes. Yeah. Your customers are 60 and up. They don't exactly. interact with the world like that. And we have to consider that. We are in a melting pot of yep. very mature people and very young people, all of which play a role in your business at some point, I'm sure. But you can't, like you said, I love what you said. It's about the language that you would use to speak to your grandparents versus the language yep. you would use to speak to someone who's just finished school and is suddenly a multimillionaire because they have cryptocurrency pockets that went <laughs> boom, you know, like, the millions that took 60 years to build and the millions that took five minutes to build are still millions. But you, you right. are not going to attract those millions using the same language. That's right. And, and I like, well, it's even a great analogy with that QR code. Because if your clients doesn't understand the language, they will not show up at the destination. Oh, that's it. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Let me, um, yes. <laughs> so tell me, Yanni, what is it? then that businesses can and should be doing and how do they get help well let me say it like that is um most of the businesses are already in a place of rescue right they are beyond help so they need to be rescued so my suggestion would honestly be is um come to the summit so that we can rescue you and help you out of that place and put you once again on a road where you can get not only you at the right place, but also let your clients, you know, reach the destination, which is sales for you. We understand that, but more than sales purpose. And then again, more sales at the end of the day, mm. it's about seeing the bigger picture. And I think at the summit, we will be able to, well, I know we will be able to get you on par with where you are, where your company is, and where your company is going. And then the bigger picture of that. Why should it look like that? You know, we're mm. going to address stuff like the customer journey. We're going to address stuff like leadership, which we need in a time like that. You do not have the luxury as a leader, as a leader or a business leader or a business owner or even somebody in corporate to say, I tap out, I can't anymore. You don't have mm. the luxury to do that. And we will be able to help you with things like that, as well as latest technology, because you will need that. Change is constant, right? There is no thing, 
more constant than that. And if you're not keeping mm -hmm. up with change, then you know what? You're going to fall behind. My staff said something the other day with our staff day, and they were like, Yo, I could see they were over overwhelmed. And I said, but what is wrong? And they said, you know, every week we come here and we learn new stuff. You teach us new stuff. Like it's a lot. And I, and I thought, okay, maybe I should slow down. And then yesterday when we were sitting together, I was like, I'm so sorry it's overwhelming. But the reason it's overwhelming is because things change so fast. Mm -hmm. And if you are not plugged into that, you fall behind. And that's what's going to help mm -hmm. you at the summit is to get plugged in with technology, with leadership, with the customer journey, but also where marketing is at the moment and where you should position your company. Mm. So you're saying I can't just send out flyers anymore? It's not enough. It's not <laughs> enough. It's simply not enough. <laughs> but I have, I have a standing ad in the newspaper on a Sunday. I get you. Go for it, but it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Carry right. on I doing mean, that. Good for you, but it's not enough. It's, it's not. It really isn't. And the, I think one of the things we need to point out is the reason it's not enough. Because in 2019, the statistic was that you need to see, uh, no, yeah, the 2019 stats, I think, was that you've got to see something 26 times before it resonates with you. That means I need to see a brand, a logo 26 times before I go, oh, that's Coca-Cola. Now, Coca-Cola has been around mm -hmm. forever. So we all know Coca-Cola, but if you're a business that is not spending bajillions on mm -hmm. getting out there, getting your brand out there, on talking about who you are, what you do, and how you do it, chances are your ideal customer is walking right past you and they don't even know that you're existing. Yes. It's exactly like that. It's exactly and that's like why that. you need a persona. That's why you need to come to the summit. And that's why you need to build a brand and marketing strategy for your business that doesn't just include your Sunday Times ad or your flyers that the school kids are handing out at the traffic lights, because that one flyer is only one touch point. And they are. And, and think about it this way. The, the last thing I want to say about the marketing and the advertising is talking about the flyer. Think about a flyer right? What is on a flyer is what you as a business is offering. It's all about the business. And that's the thing, mm. how marketing has changed. And why I say yeah. it's simply not enough, because the marketing we are dealing with today is about what you will do to change the life of the customer, not what the company offers anymore. Our, the way we go about it is completely different. The flyer speaks about you and how great you are, how much that new website is and how great it's going to be. But the marketing campaign, the customer journey and the all-encompassing truth of what we're trying to do here explains about how your company will change the life of the customer. Much yes. deeper than just a flyer of your yes. services. And I, I love it because you just said it, it. It changes the lives of your customers. Yeah. Unless you're a commodity that's selling on Amazon, your job is to change the life of your customer in some way, shape or size. That's yeah. honestly, that's the truth. If you're a yeah. mechanic, you keep cars on the road. Yeah. That's what you do. You it's don't true. fix a yeah. car. You keep, you keep your customer on the road. You get them to work 
you get them to their next sales call, whatever, but you keep them on the road. So the goal yep. is to be on the road and to have as little downtime as, time as possible. That's the goal for your customer, not to buy 50 parts. I don't care about the parts that you need to put in. Yep. I care about how long am I going to be without a car? Cause it sucks. And I care yep. about how, how long is this going to take and how am I going to get around? Those are the goals that I'm trying to achieve. I want to get to work. I want to get to my kids or whatever the case is. And I think that's, that's where we need to shift our mindset. Like you said, it's not about what you sell. I don't care about yep. what you sell. I care about how you will make my life better. How will you solve a problem for me? We spoke about it earlier. If you can solve a problem, you can command any price. That's right. That's, that's the truth. And yeah. your goal of your business should not be to make money. But if you've got a very big problem that you get to solve and you're the only one who does it, the expert yeah. that you talked about earlier, then mm -hmm. you can ask whatever you want. You start creating a life and um, a business that supports your life as opposed to being on the, on the rat race all the time. Yeah. And I honestly, like, I, I feel like that's why people go into business. People go into business because they want more from life, but they yeah. have to remember that the more from life comes from serving. It comes from serving your customers and giving them more, whatever that more is, helping them exactly. to be whoever they want to be. So it's, I always love chatting with you. Always. It's always so much fun. You always have so much <laughs> insights and there's always, I've always feel like, Oh wait, there's, there's more, there's more, there's more. But I also recognize that we have the summit coming up and if you don't have a ticket yet, I would highly recommend that you get one. If you don't, you're going to miss out because yeah. Yamin is an absolute expert and you've just heard her team is struggling to keep up because she's keeping up. So if you're going to anyone else, they're probably outdated. Honestly, guys, they're outdated. She's doing what she needs to do to stay on top of it so that the people that come there, the people who work with her are on top of it. If you want to go to new heights, if you want to stay ahead of the game, then you know where you need to be and you know what you need to do. In the meantime, it is, what is the time? It is five o'clock in Australia, which makes it nine o'clock in South Africa. You have had enough time now. Go to work. Fantastic. We will see you in the next episode. Uh, if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay, leave your comments, leave your questions. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll keep monitoring the feeds and we'll respond. Have a fantastic day. Bye.